What's up, everybody? We're back. Another week. A good week. Game of Thrones talk, bro. That's right. And another week where I let you do your intro without jumping you. Yeah, you no, did. That yeah, was good. That's good, man. A lot of pressure today because we have our biggest cast of characters we've ever had, man. This, yeah. this is like an official Game of Thrones roundtable. And we have... How many of your teammates? So we have five of your teammates. Yeah. So... To, to because you know obviously the people this is going to be video form but for the people who are just listening on the podcast they may be like wait who is that again so right now to get this started before we dive into Game of Thrones we're going to have everyone say their name so you the audience can identify the voice with the name obviously I'll do my job teeing you guys up too but just once right here off the top so Cameron Mabin say hello what's up guys <laughs> <laughs> Mike Talkman go how's it going everybody Ooh, Mike's got that smooth tone man you see that Adam Adovino hello out there All right, Zach Britton hey what's going on and Tommy Canely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. And Tommy, I'm going to move. slide your mic up. A, let's see. Just a little. Yeah, there you go. Give it there one more go. time. There we go. There we go. Nice, hey, Tommy. Very on. nice. All right, good. So now, now at least the audience has some association with the voices, man. First of all, who's like, before we get into the content of the episodes and, and, and actually previewing the finale, which is what we'll do, right? See, who's like the, the ringleader of Game of Thrones discussion in the clubhouse? I don't know who the ringleader is. I think we all, like it's, it's all of us. Like we just get going like Tommy gets going Talkman knows the most I think and in Otto the maester and then, and then yeah. we just <laughs> maester yeah like, it's crazy it's fun though because everybody watches the show so it's like it's a clubhouse discussion you know what I'm saying I, I like who is the biggest critic in the clubhouse I'm going talk. talk yeah, talk or Tommy. I just got yeah. here and I feel like talk is like <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Because think- Talk's read all the books, though. You know what I'm saying? So so when somebody has a question, Mike, they go to you? They, like, if anybody has a question, what does this mean? What's the backstory? Are they coming to you? Uh, Yeah, usually. I mean, like I said, like you said, we all kind of talk about it. But, yeah, I've, I've read the books, and I've spent a lot of times on the Reddit forums and the wikis. And <laughs> I got into it. I don't know. Like, I got into it. And when I was like rehabbing an injury in extended spring training in Arizona, there's not a lot to do after like nine in the morning once mm-hmm. you're done. So I watched, that's like right when I was getting in the show too. It was like 2014. So like binge watched three seasons, was watching like now then like four, season four live. And I really liked it. So I read all the books too because got to fill the hours of the day so, <laughs> but it was awesome because it's like the the show can be really complex especially those first couple seasons when it's like a lot of character introduction and just you know trying to understand why certain families don't like other families and some of the history of it and that's what the books helped me out a lot with is just like understanding like a lot of more like the culture of each house and 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 kind of why there's bad blood between some and some are allies and it's like i mean the dude the author martin he created a lot of information it's a lot of information so it's it's good to have that background i think it helped me watch the show tommy do you get upset when people go to mike instead of you for for official answers (laughs) no not at all i mean like he said he read the book so there's a lot of material that i mean they don't cover in the show that's actually in the books and i've asked talkman about about a lot of a lot about it and it's uh it's actually pretty compelling i know i feel like at some point i want to read the books just for the context of it all man like but after this season man fuck them books 
<laughs> because what's the point? It, you know what I'm saying? Like they fucked the whole shit up with, with the, the, this last season. You mean so you aren't about this last season? No, it's been trash. Oh wow! <laughs> the visuals are great. Like it's shot good. The scenes are dope. Obviously, we love the characters, but the story is trash. Okay, all right, all right. Sorry. So we'll get <laughs> all right, all right. so we'll get to the big picture assessment of season eight. But let's go back to to the last episode before we preview the final episode and give her overall thoughts of the season. So episode five, obviously. Daenerys, which have you guys noticed? Like now, we're all calling her Danny or Daenerys instead of Khaleesi. Like, I think when, it's just easier to text that. I think yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <right. laughs> you're probably you're probably <laughs> right. But all of a sudden, like people are like Danny, I'm like, I called her Khaleesi for seven yeah. seasons. Right. What happened? <laughs> all right, Zach, were you cool with Khaleesi slash Daenerys's turn to the dark side, so to speak, in episode five of season eight? I mean, um, I kind of. They kind of built up to it a little bit, I think, but I wasn't shocked. You know, she wasn't trusting anybody at that point. Um, but I thought I thought it was just overkill. I mean, she just slaughtered everything. Anything <laughs> in her pad just slaughtered everyone. Um, but you know what? Her dad was the Mad King. She's the Mad Queen now, right? I guess it's uh, everything comes full circle. And that's the thing. Like, so a lot of people are like, Yo, why did her character take this like kind of arc? This isn't what they're building. But towards, but I think like there were little moments even before. Like people obviously haven't been thrilled with the writing this year, right? But if you even look back to before, people had issues. Like th- think about season six, like Dario when she says goodbye to him and she says to Tyrion, "You know what scares me? I just said goodbye to a guy I thought I cared about and I felt nothing." Yeah. You know, like so. I don't know, Adam. Do you think it came out of nowhere, or do you think we should not just like how they obviously built it up these last couple episodes? Do you think this was a fair turn for Daenerys' character? I do, just because I think if the circumstances would have been different, maybe she would have acted differently. But she has it in her to do that because she believes in this like fake destiny of hers to become the queen and to rule. So regardless of you know what's happening around, that's all that's on her mind all the time. She admitted as much Like from the time I was little. All I thought about was the Iron Throne. So I think maybe if John would have kept his mouth shut and like you know, married his aunt and like, <laughs> you know, maybe oh, she would have been cruel. different. But one way or another, she's gonna get it. So in her mind. So are we then, Cameron? We are you kind of in agreement? Like you're cool with the way the Daenerys turned there? Or did that bother you? No, it didn't bother me. I I think uh, they had some foreshadowing. I think earlier in uh, or late in season seven, when I forget the older the older lady, the older queen. Oh, Cersei. <laughs> nah, the other who who. Oh, uh, oh, Tyrell's. Uh, yeah, Tyrell. Yeah, Tyrell. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, like, yeah. be a dragon. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. So I felt like that was kind of foreshadowing where we are now. Like, hey, you you're too like you're kind of soft because she was kind of soft in yeah. there for a minute when she first came on and. Uh, you know, Queen Tyrell was like, you need to you need to be a dragon. You got damn three dragons burning some stuff down. So now she's only got one. And, and uh, yeah, she lost her mind. She, she lost it. So my, my thing is, like, the energy of the dragon, like, the, like two episodes ago, the fucking dragon. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, so fucking he dragon. Was, is, he was sad. He lost his is the, boy. I mean, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, now, nah. now the dragon, when it's innocent people, yeah, mi- can't be spears, fucking stopped. Spears, <laughs> like, yeah. They shot one arrow from like 3,000 yards, smoked him in the neck, and you're like, what just happened? What just yeah. happened? And now... The dragon. You were so again. upset with how weak the dragons were in so episode pissed. four. Oh, yeah. But now yeah. you're pissed that the dragon came back and burned I, everything in episode five. I'm just saying, innocent <laughs> people and shit, though. Like, what was that energy when, <laughs> when everybody was in Winterfell? You like, know what I'm saying? I know. Well, if we had this dragon two episodes ago, 
it wouldn't have been a whole big battle. It would have been good. I think that <laughs> the point of it was, right, like one of the attacks she was expecting and one she wasn't, right? Like the, the in episode four, like they're all, she doesn't know they have those weapons, right? Like that's what Kyber has been working on for years. She has no idea. And all of a sudden, whatever. I guess she was effective in the last one because she used the sun as a shield and kind of flew straight down instead of at an angle. Like I was saying the week before, just go up. You got dragons. Yeah. <laughs> why, why are we right. flying under the clouds? <laughs> what are we doing? I know, man. I know. Like, so, uh, all right. So, episode five, we all kind of like saw it coming a little bit, right, with her turn and are generally okay with it. What did you have an issue with in episode five, Tommy? Hmm. Be honest, Tom. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> honest, I mean, I, I've had a lot of problems with it, but uh, definitely the uh, like we were just talking about the the dragons. It's just like what one minute they're just completely weak and vulnerable, next minute this guy comes in, he's just swooping, burning everything, killing people. I'm just like, what is going on? You couldn't done this two two episodes ago. <laughs> it really helped out everybody, especially when they got attacked. Uh, I mean, it, they were startled and you know surprise attacked by Euron. But, like, why – it just didn't make any sense to me that she would have just dove straight at them instead of just their boats, just go around them and burn them. There were some yeah. big differences that happened in, yeah. in it, it, it too. It was kind of like – Like, before, the, the giant crossbows – they were reloading like really fast, and now all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, now you can't. They can't turn it fast enough. Yeah. And when in the previous episode, when Rhaegal got killed, like they knew they knew the dragon was coming, so they were ready. But how did she not know that they were there? If they can see you, you can see them. So that that whole thing made no sense to me. Mm. Agree. Do you guys feel all right? Well, uh, another thing from episode five. What about? Because they felt like to me the family feud answer for like biggest issue with episode five would have been the way Cersei got it. Because everyone was like, really? This is how she dies after everything? Now, Mike, you're shaking your head. I didn't have a, as big an issue with it yeah. as well, but you didn't either. I didn't hate it. I thought, I honestly, I would. I thought the biggest issue was how they handled Daenerys' turn, to be honest. Mm. Um, with Cersei, though, I think I didn't hate it, but throughout the whole series I thought Cersei was probably the most consistent character Mm. in terms of like where she came from all the time Mm -hmm. it was about her and her collecting maintaining power the whole time so she was never on the front lines she was never at the forefront she thought she was really smart she would try to pull strings behind the scene collect power behind the scenes and she always thought that the crown or that power gave her safety. So it was sort of, to me, fitting that what she thought was her greatest strength like ultimately collapsed on her. Mm. Uh, I didn't, but then on, and at the same time, I didn't like how it ended for Jamie, who was obviously with her. Because, you know, since, what, the middle of season three, he had been sort of on this redemption arc. Yeah. And then ultimately it was, at the end of the day, it's just Cersei. It's just about Cersei for him. Like, no matter what happened, he just always – and so to me that was kind of disappointing. And they like tried to give him this moment where he fought Euron. But I thought that was really like contrived. It's like yeah. dude just washes up on the beach <laughs> right next to him. And I mean obviously with the show you have to like suspend some sort yeah. of belief. There's flying dragons. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But – 
the strength of the show for me had always been um, character development and storytelling. And um, I think that's really where the writers struggled this season. Um, and we, I can get more into this in a little bit. But ultimately, I didn't hate how Cersei died because it was like all alone under this red... The red keep will always protect me. The power, the crown, whatever. It will always protect me. And in the end, it didn't. Mm. You know, So I didn't hate it on that end. Um, and I thought that... I mean, obviously, her performance for eight years was amazing. She's amazing. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. She is incredible. You know, yeah. um, so I thought that, that was... I thought that it was sort of a fitting end for her. Like, I didn't have as much an issue as, as I did with not even the Daenerys turn, but just how it happened. You know, how it came about. How it was so sudden all of a sudden. And it was like, the whole show is, you're not, I'm not my father's daughter. I'm not my father's daughter. And this whole idea of, um, like, everything she did was, um, like, leading to a purpose. But then she also had this side that was protecting the innocent, protecting, and I re- ultimately, I think it was that conversation with John where it was about fear and love. Mm-hmm. She under she finally saw that she was never going to be loved in this country, in Westeros. Like, she was loved in Essos because she freed all the slaves and kind of won the people's hearts, but then she came here and it, it was just Targaryen. You're a Targaryen. It's like, and I think it's, it's almost like a little lame to be like, oh, you want a Targaryen? Here's a Targaryen kill everybody. Like, what's to stop her just from going to the Red Keep and burning that down? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you need to kill the million people, like, along the way? Yeah. So I just thought it was, it was kind of like a, it just didn't jive with what they built the show towards. Do we think that the issue was trying to cram it all into six episodes? Yeah, instead yeah. Of yeah, I think so. You think the so? The last Zach? two seasons. Right, aren't those the writers? The season was yeah. six going to Star Wars. Two, right? Yeah. yeah. They're going to Star Wars. They announced the two of the writers, right, or something like that? Yeah, they're, Star they're, Wars. they're, now they're doing a Star Wars on. franchise, yeah, D&D. Yeah. Well, I said yesterday, yeah. they're just trying to get it over with now. They're trying yeah. to get it over they're with. trying to cram sure. it into... Because... Which is, they, have, this last episode is going to be crammed a bunch of shit. Crammed. Yeah, there's a lot that has to happen. There's a lot of shit that has to happen. A lot of characters. Like, Arya just needs to slaughter everybody and just take over the Yeah, brothers, before we came on the air, like Arya's gonna kill everybody. Like, yeah. where's Bron? Yeah. Like, she's gonna get where's the Night King. She's gonna get uh, Daenerys, and she like everybody's what, like, dead. Ha- Arya kills like, them all. And ultimately, I'm ready for her to kill Daenerys now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I think Jon Snow's gonna kill it. I do too. I don't but. think he can. Who's killing the dragon though? <laughs> That's what I'm John's, saying. It's gonna be John's, John's dragon. Snow? John's riding the dragon. John's the Targaryen. Dra- he's a Targaryen. I don't think John can take the dragon. I don't think the dragon <laughs> fucking with John. <laughs> but could, but would the but, would the dragon obey John? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. No, right? Don't so. You don't no. think so, Mike? No, I think it's more about um, the rider bonds with the dragon. Like mm. they've talked about it a little bit in some of the um, like the stuff Martin's written. Is that it's almost it's like an it's almost like an imprinting thing. And a lot of times when the Targaryen, not always, but if like they die riding the dragon, like the dragon dies too. Like they're almost like it's like a symbiotic yeah, relationship. Okay. Can we now one moment from episode five? And I agree. The Euron to me, the the worst thing was the Euron Jamie fight because I just don't think it served yeah. a purpose. You could have Euron no. blown out by the dragon. He <laughs> yeah. dies. Nobody really has an emotional attachment. But to the Euron. fact Goodbye. that Jamie made it back and he got stabbed eighteen by, times yeah. by Euron. <laughs> yeah, right. No way he's making it back to the Red Keep after that. And, like. and you, <laughs> right? didn't, you didn't need that scene. You could have had Euron die with the dragon and Jamie just go up to the Red Keep with Cersei. If you wanted to get Jamie there, he didn't need to go through Euron. Yeah. You know? 
what I mean? So, I right. That was my thing. Cause I agree. I didn't have a huge problem with Cersei and the way she died, but the one thing I thought they did really well in episode five, which I agree there were varying issues with was the hound Aria stuff. Loved it. Because yeah. that relationship, like, you know, kind of like this show has always been about the, the intricate moments within the big things, right? Like, and Arya and the Hound on the road together was always, like, some of my favorite stuff, mm-hmm, you know? And yeah. and it was like, I don't know, Tommy, to me it seemed like he was the one guy who could convince Arya, like, this revenge is not worth it. You're going to die. Like, he, the Hound might have been the only person in that moment who could convince Arya of that. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with that. I mean, she, he's seen everything that she's gone through. He's been there by her side, and it just seemed all right to have them both you know going up while the red keep is just crumbling and for him to turn and say hey look this is my revenge like you're still young like you got a light life to live like she started looking around and noticing like it, this is bitch about to fall <laughs> <laughs> and he's like how do you get out of here <laughs> so i think that it was pretty cool to see uh uh clegane tell her you know get out of here and we knew his name we found out his name yeah, yeah I right, know. Right. I was like, thank you zach i was yeah, saying right because what does she what does she call him what is his first name and she what was it sandar sandar, sandar right yeah. she says sandar and right you're right yeah it's the first time we've ever heard anyone call him sandar i feel like or right. maybe maybe the dude who comes back to life used to call him that uh uh, the guy who died with in the, the, with the, the eye patch. Yeah, with yeah. the eye patch. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he, he might have called him Sandar. Oh, but he, he called him Clegane. Yeah, yeah he, he would have called him Clegane. Clegane. Hound, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. And that, that kind of humanizes him a nice in that touch. Moment. Yeah. So we all in agreement that was a cool. What about the 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 mountain and uh, the hound Clegane fight? You mean Darth Vader? <laughs> and, uh, yeah. I wish. It <laughs> because, <laughs> I was like, hold on, is that Darth Vader? They just brought him back. You guys, you guys wanted the mountain just to be dead seasons ago. Is that it? Nah. No, no, I was okay. Yeah, I think everybody yeah. wanted the clue. Oh, yeah, over, yeah, they're overdue that. for like a fight scene. For yeah, him. yeah. Like, he's just standing yeah. around, just staircase. being the muscle. Like, it was like, okay, can we see him actually get into battle with somebody? Yeah. And, exactly. <laughs> and and the visual, like the actual spectacle of the episode, and the visual, right of the the dragon, like just burning the city, and then seeing the fight in the background as as the Clegane Bowl's going on. Like, to me, that was cool, yep. and it was still entertaining. Yeah. The, the episode was just more shallow than what we're used to from the series. The like, issue... Like, Cersei <clears throat> running out of there, like, when they were about to fight, like, that was cool to me. Like, oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all do your thing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm just gonna slide. She just slide, <laughs> slide by. Like, that was yeah, cool. and I mean, I laughed out loud when he just pushed oh, that yeah, guy's head yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just laughed out. I was like, "That's a shove yeah, and a that, toss." That yeah. like little rat guy. He's got to go. The way they killed Kyber was oh, hilarious. Awesome. Yeah. And, and I do think the way the Varys thing happened in the beginning was cool with the dragon oh, coming, coming out, out of the yeah. darkness. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that was sick. All right, so Adam, your overall thoughts before we get to our predictions for the fi- for the finale. Your overall thoughts on the season thus far. Uh, for me, it's. Uh, I mean, I'm still excited every single show but I feel like it was a little bit of a rush job and I wonder what George Martin's thinking because he signed off on some of the stuff but I think maybe he held back a lot because he it's not fully his story and he wants his books to come out and they're probably going to be way better if if he ever gets them done hopefully um so for me they just kind of rushed it um it's okay um, but I, I would have liked to see, honestly, like three or four more seasons to be, to tell you the truth. I think they could have dragged out a little more and it wouldn't have been a drag. It would have been like much more intricate and detailed and worthwhile. It felt to me, Cameron, like they should have had 
10 episodes for the lead up through the Battle of Winterfell and then 10 episodes for what happened in the last two, basically, like like getting to the throne then. And they kind of crammed it. I've still been entertained and I've still enjoyed it thoroughly and I'm still totally hooked. But I but I do think it feels a little rushed. Yeah, I agree, I agree with Otto and what C said. I feel like the last two seasons, they've just kind of tried to cram everything and shorten it up. And I think it's just um, <clears throat> not taken away from the story altogether, but just from the buildup that you got from, you know, season one to season six, it was just like these last two seasons have just been, it's like we, people want more. Mm-hmm. Like, and it, it, I feel like there was more to give, you know, but again, I think like, like, like uh, Britt said, they're moving on to, to new things and I feel like they're just trying to, you know, g- give us what they figure people appreciate with I, I don't think they realize how invested people are like people enjoy this the storyline yeah. you know and and how things things are going but uh i grew auto I, th- I i still enjoy it every week i think we come in here and we we talk about it excited pissed off <laughs> <laughs> like, you know but it's just like i feel like they could have threw some more episodes or or like like auto said even a few more seasons i think it it would have been fitting for all the work that they put in over the, the, the last eight years. I think they deserve to, to give a little bit more just to to just to complete it the right way. But I'm enjoying it. So now Tommy's the biggest critic. So so Tommy, do you feel like is it your is your biggest issue that it feels a little rushed to you or, or is it exclusive to season eight or did you have issues with seven as well? Uh yeah, I would say the last two seasons have been obviously rushed and it just I feel like there was much more detail and it's almost like they wanted to put a rush job on it and make people happy just by entertaining us with action and you know there was more to each season because it was so detailed you had to pay attention to what they were saying all the time you had to you know find little clues and I enjoyed it I would go through and just read freaking fan theories for hours (laughs) for these last two seasons to be like this I felt like it was a big letdown for me so I mean even did the Night King getting killed in season or episode three, and it was with, within three seconds. And we've been so invested with the White Walkers since episode one, first scene, and they had to they had to end it like that. It wasn't I wasn't too happy about that either. The favorite term is trash. Did you have Zach? Did you did you have any issues with with that though? With episode three, with the Battle of Winterfell and the White Walkers, and how they ended it. Yeah, I think my biggest issue is with Grey Worm going behind his unsolid guys. Like, that's his whole life, yeah. is to die with his guys. Oh, okay. And he goes I over the fire pit and like, eh, you know, I'm kind of in love now, so see you guys, you know? <laughs> well, you know, There's that a happens. couple things. I think, like, the dragon now, like, just doing work. And then, uh, where were you when we needed you to slaughter all these White Walkers? Like, they're just sitting on the perch, uh, John and Khaleesi just hanging out while guys are just dying. Um yeah, I felt like that battle could have lasted a whole season. Um, yeah, I, just, I, I think I agree with everybody. It's kind of like a rush job to an extent. I do think, like for me though, the I, I did think the Arya moment killing the Night King was fitting. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I did, I did find it triumphant. <laughs> it I was did. a sweet oh, scene. Talking's not about it. No. So let's hear from the Maester. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, it was a cool moment, but I think the um, like ultimately. The show is like at its core, like a, a political drama. Yes. Essentially, right? So, and, it, and it's a show that the shock value comes from P- 
people expecting um like expecting the good guys to always win like ultimately but if you look at the show it's more rooted in realism which is like as example ned stark for example like if you are in that position of power and you threaten the queen and you make a play for the throne and it doesn't work and you get caught you get your head chopped off like nobody saves you at the end that doesn't happen so it's like that was shocking but it all made sense rob stark betrays walder frey thinks everything's okay because he's winning all these battles goes back you know kind of disrespects the guy who's known as kind of a treacherous guy if that happens dude man but and then you're and then you're messing with tywin lannister who's ruthless you die like that's what happened oberon fighting the mountain baddest dude in westeros he's got him beat he starts talking smack and relaxes for one second. You relax for one second against the baddest dude in the world. You die. That's so it's an like, all-time great scene. <laughs> all-time <laughs> great. Yeah. Like, all it's not just great. die. Oh, I just played it back in my head. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I squished my yeah. face <laughs> like this. Yeah. But so it's like it's it's the realism of the show Pop. is what makes it so great and what makes that shock value great. I thought the Arya scene was shock value for shock value's purpose because everything had been building to either. The, the whole uh, prince who was promised, the whole um, always feeling like there's something more to the Night King. You always felt like there was like, there's got to be something more than just a dude that wants to kill everybody. There has to be something because of how they built up to it. Like the whole show, everything like would happen for a reason on this show. And you could tr- always trace it back to decisions the characters made or things that were said or whatever. So when Arya did it, I thought it was super cool and I was fired up. But at the same time, her arc never was meant for me to intersect with the Night King's arc. It was, it was, it was about that confrontation with John, that final battle, and it was almost like they had that in there as shock value for just the purpose of shock value, just to keep people guessing. But it's like the great thing about this show is it can be shocking. While also, if you when you really break it down, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. It all leads to something. Like people are on a collision course for a reason, and that's why I thought. The Daenerys thing was kind of messed up. Like, there was never that final confrontation with Cersei. Like, that is the one thing about her death that I didn't like, is there wasn't that final... Because it was like these two characters are on a collision course. Mm. So, to me, that's kind of where the story... The the writing got, like, lazy almost, or rushed, if you want to call it. Like, I would agree with all that. Because it was, it was like, you take, you know, so much care and time to build this story, and then at the end, you just rush it. Mm. So... That's a little bit of where like the disappointment was, which was, and I think I do think um, Tommy brought up an interesting point talking about fan theories and all that. It's one of those shows where a lot of the fan theories were a lot better than what actually happened. <laughs> you, you know, yeah. like the people on Reddit and the people that would write stuff. It's like, and they would have all this evidence for why they thought this would happen, yeah. and and it's like, oh, like that's really good. Like I really like that. Like people were calling the. Um, like, like looking back as far as people were calling that Jon Snow was like Lyanna and Rhaegar's son in like after like the first book. Yeah. We're like, oh, like, cause like, look at all this evidence in this book, all this foreshadowing. So it's like, that's that, it was that kind of show. And then they just, to go away from that just for the sake of shock value, to me just felt a little bit lame. You know, you know what it reminds, that, what you're just saying reminds me of a little and see, I know you'll be able to relate this and Adam, I don't know if you guys are Star Wars fans as as well, but like 
the way people felt going into Last Jedi with like Ray's parents and everything and there's all yeah. these different yeah. theories and then like the creators of the show are just basically like no nah, we're not investing anything yeah exactly I do like wait no no it would have been better if you just like would have listened to what and, and I do get that you know I think sometimes they actually want to they, they want to trick you from everything you've been theorizing about mm-hmm. okay before we get to like predictions because we're all still going to be invested right we're all still going to oh, be absolutely yeah, up for Sunday night everybody's right? still going to watch the show <laughs> yeah. but like going with what everybody said like I think like the the first six seasons or whatever it was like going with the story and the story made sense and like what everybody's saying but like I feel like the last two they just turned it into a TV show mm. like we could be watching Blacklist like it's just any, <laughs> it's just any other show where before Game of Thrones is like something that you had to watch it's you different. had to watch every yeah, scene yeah. you had to yeah. everything made sense and now it's just like a you know I mean, it's still you a great show. Yeah, like now I you said, can just watch. See, you can start from season seven and, and be just like, watch yeah, it. I watched yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Figure it out. You <laughs> know, it's going to be like, like a top five worst ending TV show. Like, I, mean, I don't that's know. The do you think it is? Like, that's a good. Like, do you think I feel it's like going to be? It's like working its way there. I think it's working its way there. Because you know? Sopranos gonna... is number one for me. Yeah, you hate the Sopranos <laughs> ending. Sopranos ending was fucking terrible. I will say, I don't mind the Sopranos ending, but I watched it years after. I cannot imagine what I would have thought if I watched that live. I would have been irate. Exactly. So I watched it season by season. By show, I, I would have been furious. I was fucking furious. Well, that everyone was, was like, they thought their cable went out, right? Like <laughs> yeah. they were like, legitimately thought their cable went out. I agree. Like, there's, it's a, di- it's still an enjoyable show. It's just, it's the way it was different. It's not different anymore. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I actually season seven, I don't really have any issues with, but I do feel that more so in season eight. Okay, before we do that though, so people can kind of get a feel for it, give me like a favorite character or scene from the series at whole because you know mm. you know like it hurts my heart that like people don't like this season because I just am such a fan but I get it but so I need to bring it back to something positive <laughs> overall like alright so Tommy I mean, we are, I know it's <laughs> your favorite your favorite, se- your favorite character or scene just reenact from, it maybe maybe from, from the series <laughs> yeah. well originally my, my, I mean my favorite character was uh, the Night King oh really yeah right. until I mean I this guy's all guess about I death was, yeah I was, I was loving it I thought it was great from you know episode one you got to see the White Walkers, but slowly that that changed. It, it changed uh, last in last season, or actually maybe I want to say maybe season five. To be honest, is where I started to really like Tormund Giants fame. <laughs> just because this guy was just completely out there, and it was just insane. And then this season, I think he really took a big step with his character. He was it was impressive. I mean. The whole part, my favorite part has to be when he basically explains why he got so strong. <laughs> the Giants and the whole thing with the Giants smell, man. I was dying. Oh, that's I terrific. Could, I couldn't believe it. He, uh, yeah, I would say it has to be Giants pain. That guy has been through everything. It's amazing. He's a great character. How about you, Zach? Um, I just like completely brain farted in the dude's name. But Khaleesi's like the guy that she was with all the time when she... she Jorah? Jorah? Jorah. Yeah. Jorah. Yeah. 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 Like he was... Um, obviously not like the main character, but he he was a badass. Yeah, he you was. Know, he's probably what like he looked ninety compared to him. <laughs> <laughs> he's just killing everybody. But he was so loyal to her. He loved her. Um, but I, I liked his character. I thought his character from start to the end was one of the like if you looked at the whole body of work. Yeah, I mean he was he was a tough guy. I mean, uh, and he was a fun guy for me to see interact with Khaleesi and do some of the uh, throughout the the course of this season. Uh, I figured he was going to die, mm. and I felt like his death was actually one of the better ones. The way he went yeah. out, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's I a, would agree. That's mm-hmm. a that's a really good point, yeah. Cameron. How about you? Um, 
Oh man, what's I can't forget what's Jon Snow's buddy's name? <laughs> Sam. Sam? I, Sam. I love Sam. <laughs> <laughs> like Sam went from being like the softest person ever to just like his growth throughout the throughout the 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 show was just like awesome for me. Like, and he was just he was as loyal as loyal you could be throughout the show. Like all the the deceiving and deception going on like I, I really I don't know I really enjoy Sam. that's a good one that's a, good, really, that's a really good one Mike yeah. so if you would have asked me after season 6 I would have said Tyrion mm. because just like he was like I, I like that how underestimated he was but then how smart he was and and how he seemed to like Use the way that people would underestimate him to his advantage, mm. and then I thought I thought that this is that's the character that seasons seven and eight have destroyed the most, personally. Yeah, just because he's supposed to be the smartest guy in any room he walks in, and he did so many dumb things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last two years that it's like, what are we doing, man? Like he's supposed to be the smartest guy around. They um, made him a moron. Yeah, 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 yeah they really right. did. Yeah, they really yeah. did. Um, I love. I like characters that would like steal scenes. So mm. I love, I really like Tywin mm. just because it was like, this dude is ruthless and he just, he's smart and yeah, he's kind of an asshole, <laughs> but, but he did, but it was, it wasn't with the exception of how he was with Tyrion. It wasn't an asshole for asshole's sake. It was, this is what my motivations are. You knew what it was about. And then he was you know, stopping at nothing. Like when he, when he had that scene after the red wedding, he's like, is it better to kill 10 people at a wedding or a million people on a battlefield? You know, like, so like, like in his mind, like, just like how calculating I, I really liked and just the actor, how he, and then for that reason too, I love like the hound, like you mm. knew exactly who he was and this is who he was. And he had his code and he had his morals and maybe they weren't with what everybody else was, but he kept it real all the time. And that's why. And and then lastly, the last guy that needs a shout out for me is Oberyn. Like every scene that dude was in, <laughs> he stole the scene. Great call. He was yeah. fantastic. Like he didn't have a huge role, but he was fantastic he, in what he did. Yeah. When he, I remember, I was sit like in extended extended spring training. I'm sitting in my hotel room watching the scene where he is doing his whole build up to why he's gonna represent Tyrion as his champion, and I'm getting like pumped up in the room or whatever because he's talking about his sister and he's talking about the first time they met and how mean his sister was or how mean Cersei was to Tyrion and then he's talking about he's like I came here for a reason and it's to like you know avenge my sister's death and, all, and I'm just like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> this dude is going to go off and then obviously you know the fight happens and it doesn't go in his favor but, but like, like his those favor. characters that you know it's like they weren't like the biggest characters but it was like the job they did acting and the way they just would come at like command it's like when they were in that scene it's like I'm locked in on this scene you know for a couple different reasons but it was all just those are the guys that I really liked and that's like it's like that type of character that I think makes the show great mm. you don't just have the main characters you have these like fleshed out like secondary characters but they're the way they're written and the way their character is it's, they're not secondary they're fan favorites you know excellent answer Adam I think I relate to Arya the most since I'm a little girl at heart. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, my, well, the, the, the reason is just because she got to, she was herself. She was never anybody that she wasn't. They wanted her to be a lord. She said, that's not me. She went away and trained like where nobody knew where she was, like learning like some sort of great craft, 
to come back, said her names every night before she went to bed. And I feel like I do that. And, <laughs> and I, I love that. Is yours like, is yours Zola? It's like, like you're laying there like Mookie Betts. <laughs> J.D. Martinez. That's terrific. How about you, like see? Man, I loved uh, the Dothraki King. What was his name? Oh, uh, Cal Drago? Oh, yeah. Shit, you've been disappointed him. for nine years. <laughs> was, I mean, I love it. In, in the scene where he pours the, the crown on. Oh, uh, great scene. That was yeah. awesome. Yeah, Khaleesi's that was, brother. Yeah. yeah. That, so. that got me really into the show when right? I first when, started working. I was like, yo, this show is awesome. And I love Tyrion. I, I mean, you know, like you said, the last two seasons he's been fucking up, but um, just, you know, his his story throughout the, the, the show has been. You know, he's been an underdog the whole time and, and just coming out, you know, on top. So um, I really enjoy watching him. Tyrion and Arya were always my favorite characters. My uh, my favorite scene, though, is when Tyrion's on trial and he gives that oh, speech yeah. to the to the people of Westeros there. And I, he it, it is just like. Oh, perfect! Like, but I wish I had killed yeah. him. You know, and like, yeah. it's like, all right, just yeah. give this dude all the Emmys. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Did he ever yeah. win any for this role? I think, I think he, he did. He did, right? Yeah. yeah, he he did. Yeah, he did a great. Sadie job. Zillow oversees the podcast. Is a is a Dinklage friend or something? I don't know how she knows Dinklage, but she knows a lot of people. <laughs> but he, she says yes. He that scene to me is my favorite scene. All right, let's do this. Give me who ends up on the Iron Throne and one other prediction from each of you leading into this final episode. Because this is going to be released on Thursday uh, and the finale will be Sunday night. So this is leading into the Game of Thrones finale. Let's start with you, Cameron. Who ends up on the Iron Throne and give us one prediction about the finale? All my predictions have been completely off. <laughs> <laughs> you said like but, uh, 100 dragons were coming yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because like, everyone like, saw yeah, that like, shot of Euron in the preview. Like, she's, she's got three more. Baby dragons coming in. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, but you know what? I just, I keep saying there's no way they can let Arya just do work on everybody. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I think Jon Snow is going to uh, is going to kill Khaleesi. I think he's gonna take over the take over the the Iron Throne and the show is gonna end really fast. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a short episode. But that's my prediction. That that's my prediction. I don't. I think Arya is gonna ride off. And I know they brought the white horse and. It, I don't guess. I guess Brian. I think Brian sent it to her through his through where his visions. Been, I don't know. I where don't is know. he? He's yeah, just what is he doing? Yeah, where's he's not much he can do. I'm but, over him. But, <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah, that's my prediction. I think Jon Snow's going to take over the Iron Throne, and and he's going to have to kill his aunt who he loves so very very much but, but not enough to continue the incest like yeah. she's like oh I'm game he's like nah I'm like, this is cool. like, yeah. she's all about yeah. it <laughs> but remember like they do say like Targaryens wed you know their relatives for however many years yeah, yeah. and in the north it's like not cool no. you know so cool. alright Mike you're, you're who ends up on the throne and a prediction from you I don't think anybody I think Ooh. I think nobody ends up on the throne I think there is no more throne I think each kind of kingdom ends up kind of ruling itself. There was an interesting line in, I think, episode four, when Tormund says he's taking the free folk back up north. And John says, I wish I could go with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it would ha- it would give us the ghost reunion that we all didn't, we didn't Man. get the goodbye, Ooh, so yeah, we need yeah, the reunion. Like, like, my dog looked exactly like ghost, and when he didn't say goodbye to that dog, Broke your heart. I... I, I 
got a little emotional there. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Uh, and he's just looking so sad at me. He got one ear bitten off or whatever. But um, <laughs> I think I think John and Ar- I think Arya tri- like leaves Westeros. I think John does too. I think he ends up going up north because um, he's he's just tired of fighting. You know, he kind of said that like three years ago. He's like, I'm tired of fighting, but I keep fighting. Um, I think Daenerys dies. Logic tells me that it's going to be John. But like Cam said, none of my predictions have come true. I think Tyrion kills Daenerys. Whoa. Mm. Damn. I think Tyrion and, kills like Daenerys. Like you said, John keeps wow. saying, I don't want it. Yeah, he doesn't want it. He keeps you know? saying, I don't want I so, do not want it. So, so my, and my dark horse for who might really mess things up is Sansa. Like, I don't know what she's going to do, but mm. I don't think anybody ends up on the throne. I think the throne's gone. Adam? One thing too. What oh, yeah. was Varys doing? Right now, all that shit. What was? What I'm, was still like, no I'm still like. I'm still like. I'm still a little off alive. about that part. But, I don't know. And what was he? Was he trying to uh, poison Daenerys? Yes. That's, yeah. Ex- exactly. He was trying to poison like, her, right? With yeah. The, when he was trying to figure out if she was eating or not with yes. the little girl. But did he get some of the letters out? Is the question. That's, yeah. I don't know. That's, he burned one of them he, at the end. Yeah, right. So, but yeah. did he get others out before that one? I'm a little confused right there. I don't know what was going on. The plotting. I'm like, what is going on? Who was he sending that to? Adam? Like, yeah, um, I, I think there might not be a throne left, but I do think when the dust settles, um, Sansa will be the only one who like really has any um, ruling experience left uh, that'll take that job on if need be. And um, my, my weird prediction, I definitely think Danny's dying. I think that's no doubt. But I th- my weird prediction is I think, I think Arya might die um, just because, I don't know, something weird's going to happen there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you, Zach? Uh, for the pool's sake, you know, I have the Sansa, pool. Yeah, <laughs> Sansa on the throne. I just think like the build-up. She's become just cold-hearted ruler, um, and you could tell she kind of wants it. You know, when Daenerys was coming in to Winterfell, you know, she felt like she was stepping on her toes, like she was the one that should be um, like ruling. So I, I think, like to an extent, she'll be on whatever throne there is. Like when this is done. Um, I think Daenerys is is dead after the showing last episode. I don't know who kills her. I mean, Tyrion. That's a that's a that's good a one. good that's yeah. A, that's, that's a, a good, good prediction. One. Yeah, because I feel like there's something left for him to do. He's kind of just uh, I don't know. These last two episodes, it's been pretty bad for him. But um, I'm not sure. Like Jon Snow, him going up to like uh, with the wildlings, that would be interesting because you know what he was. He loved one of them for a while, and uh, whatever her name was, and then, Egret. Egret, yeah. So I could see that happening, but I think Sansa, and and I think uh, you know Danny's dead. Uh, I got I got nothing else like crazy predictions. I got nothing. Tommy, uh, sitting on the Iron Throne. I to be honest, I think it could end up being Tyrion. Mm. I, I just for some reason I thought this would happen, and another reason is I think Arya is going to end up. Using her faceless, you know, her yeah, path. we haven't seen that oh, yet. Yeah, and I think she's going to use it this episode to kill somebody close to Daenerys, and then use that face to kill her mm-hmm. to fulfill Melisandre's. Someone's going to kill Grey Worm, the by the way. Blue eye, brown eye, green eye, could be Grey Worm forever. Right, exactly. Yeah, maybe she kills Grey Worm and think, uses Grey Worm like Grey that, and so then yeah. that leaves John. So I don't think John will take over. I think he wants to because, like we said, he doesn't want to fight anymore, and I think he'll just go up north and never be seen again. See. Uh, I think Sansa ends up um, on the throne with Tyrion at some kind of, mm-hmm. you know, some kind of way they end up together. Um, but I think Arya does kill Danny Daenerys. I think that we like trying to predict what we've been watching the last six years, and we just got to 
like predict what the show is now, which yeah. is a fucking mm-hmm. garbage TV. Show. <laughs> <laughs> so like, what, like Giants band whatever we see is what's gonna happen. Giants like, Giants they sent that horse for Arya, and she's gonna kill. Like she's gonna kill Daenerys. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just. <laughs> yeah. I think we're looking at it like we still like the show that we love, and now it's this different thing. And yeah, I think. Yeah, I, we'll see what happens. The though. horse probably you know has wings or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> fly. Maybe, or maybe. Bran wargs in the dragon and burns her alive. That'd be dope. Oh, maybe what? Cool. I think maybe Bran. Arya yeah, goes he's to kill Danny. Right? Like, what's going Danny on? kills Arya. Then John gets pissed and finally kills. And they're all dead. If Arya dies, bro, I'm gonna be fucking. Pissed. <laughs> <laughs> when, when they showed her when when she was like in the, the debris and she yeah. was like, oh, I don't, if she was pit, if she was yeah. dead right there, I would have broke you my out? TV. Well, like, <laughs> <laughs> it was over for me. Like she can't, like she's a badass. She, she can't is. die like. And that, I feel bro. like she like, learned how to beat death when she yeah, was doing she all of that right. and going I, that's through That's the all one that, character like, that she, if she dies, I'm gonna be fucking yeah. pissed. Yeah, I think that Tyrion will end up on the Iron Throne, but Sansa will rule the North and they will split it up that way. And I think Arya is going to kill Danny, but I think Braun is going to kill Arya. Because I think in Braun's mind, he thinks Danny is the key for him getting the power he wants, and I don't Ooh. know if he's gonna oh, yeah. disassociate that. You think he just shows up again? Yeah, High Garden. He, you know, he loves to just pop into he these scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm waiting for him to get out of the wheelchair. Just like I could walk this entire time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, but like I think I think that like I think well I think because because Braun is the one like trained killer right that like is kind of he's he's a sellsword right he's always been kind of like a suit he's been a great killer throughout this I think he's the one person who'd be worthy of killing Arya like if Arya was gonna die I don't know what his motivation would totally be that would have to be figured out but that would be my weird prediction that would piss me off yeah let's hope it doesn't happen that would piss a lot of people (laughs) (laughs) can you imagine that like Arya gets the end and like everyone loves Arya and then that's how she goes out guys this screen fades to black oh my gosh well Like, look, the series, yeah, it hasn't been the perfect AC, but gosh, it's such a good show, Still man. a great show. Still it a is show. a great show. It is. And it allows us to do this. And you guys all get to go sit on the Iron Throne now. It's right outside your clubhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's a real one. Like, that's a HBO sent that. That's a real Iron Throne. That's so awesome. that's pretty that's damn cool. You guys that's all awesome. get to take pictures on it and stuff? Of course. Of course. Of course. Up on the gram. Up on the gram. Thank you guys for doing this with uh, us. This is awesome. We yeah, appreciate it. Tommy Canley, Zach Britton, Mike Talkman, Cameron Maven, Adam Adovino. Thank you guys all for this. This was awesome, guys. Sweet. And maybe, you know, we might have to do a recap, depending on what the finale is. For sure, we'll do it. (laughs) All right, sounds good. And remember, you can download, rate, review, subscribe to R2C2. Five stars. That's it. Five stars, indeed. I actually have to tell, we're picking winners for the giveaway, but I'll let these guys get out of here before we do that. All right. So, well, you guys stay tuned, listeners. Everybody else, peace. See, that was great, man. Yeah, that was fun, man. I told you, man, Talk knows everything, bro. He really does. It's just, it's fun to get, like, that commentary. Like, this show is like, uh... It's like like the finals. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's like it's like we break it down for debate and all that shit. It's fun, man. It's good. Like can LeBron beat the Warriors? Like can Arya end up on the throne herself? You know. All right. So we've been talking to you guys about this giveaway. We finally have our winners. How about this? We're up to 1.2 thousand reviews. Oh man. When we get to 2,000, we're going to do another giveaway. Want to give an honorable mention to a Panda Summer, Samurai Beeves, and Theo from the Park. Our second runner-up who is going to win the uninterrupted swag bag is Jason Baton 13. Our first runner-up who's winning the autograph frame photo of you is Devin Belt. He is clearly 
a huge fan of you. Not necessarily a funny uh, review, but like super heartfelt and and worthy of a uh, certainly worthy of a prize. He said, "Cece, you are the best. Thank you for making a young boy's dream about wearing that NY on his chest. Thank you for all these memories over the last ten plus years. You show what it truly means to be a good person and a great performer. You wanted the ball in your hands every big game and always showed up. You made millions of fans tune in to watch you take the ball and be a dominant force on the mound. You showed up in every playoff game." Helping take us to the top and hitting 3,000 Ks won't even be your greatest achievement of them all. You're a true winner in each and every way, so I wanted to say thank you in every way. Oh, that's dope. That's awesome. Very cool, right? And then the grand winner is James. uh, I don't know if it's Jamie or James. I think it's James Onervale, who um, did a Star Wars theme review. It's a long one, so I don't really know if we we'll read it all, but I'll just oh, read you yeah. the beginning. That's long. It's long. <laughs> like, really put an effort. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, it's a period of somber defeat. The evil rebel Red Sox have captured the coveted Galactic Series title, claiming victory over the Yankees' empire. During the season, the empire's most powerful weapons, Jedi Master Judge and Knight Gary Kraken Sanchez, with enough firepower to destroy any ball club, were restricted by injuries. He does a whole Star Wars story, and eventually you end up on... On top with me and you operating the Death Star. Oh, so, so congratulations to James. Congratulations. Who, he wins the autograph cleats. We will get in touch with all of you to give away the prizes and um, thank you guys for reviewing. Please continue to do so. And remember, see, what do people have to do every week? Rate, subscribe, and review. That's it, man. That's it. Every Thursday, a new R2C2. Yes, sir. And we got your softball game coming up as well. Yeah, yeah. Thursday, uh, May 16th. And if people, people want to come in last minute tickets, they just go to yeah, pitch.org. All right. Pitch.org. I'm playing in it. And uh, if you're listening, it's today. He's on the other team, though. What are you talking about? (laughs) My my graphic says Team Sabathia. um, The videos will be up on Instagram. All right, good. (laughs) Anyway, thank you guys for listening to to the preview for the finale and enjoy the Game of Thrones finale Sunday night.